0: Thank you for tuning in to the Blazik Podcast.
1: When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit.
0: Why, I see why people don't stick with this. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, dude. It takes some uh, some real effort. There is so much that goes into getting a podcast rolling and so much that can right? go wrong.
1: Well, that's part of the issue as well as like, uh, when you think about it like that, it's also like, that's why everybody has a producer, right? That's why yeah. people aren't doing this by themselves.
0: <laughs> dude, we need a young Jamie Typically. in the house.
1: Oh, shit, dude. Young Jamie, anything, dude. Just somebody (laughs) that has a baby bit of knowledge would change the game. Let's not kid ourselves.
0: (laughs) Dude, okay, so so, you know my morning was a scramble. You're just as much of a host in this one as I am, so I didn't get much prep time. Uh, But we do have Miles Casey in the building, the host of the Millennial Man Child. Uh, What what would you call yourself in the stand-up game? A... uh,
1: I would call myself a a rookie still. I've been Uh, doing it for, you know, a year and a half, two years almost. Uh, But in the stand-up game, that is minuscule. That is nothing,
0: basically. You're just getting your feet wet, you know? I feel you. I feel you. So, how have you been, man? How have you really been? Not the... Uh, Ah, dude.
1: It's been... I've been stressed lately, man. It's been... I've had a lot of things just, like, kind of going on in my personal life that, you know, we don't have to get into the finer details, but it's been a lot of extra stress that have been put on me lately and I haven't been able to really create and do the things that I want to do and the things that I you know feel passionate about as much lately because of just some of the shit that's been happening in my real life lately but you know I'm kind of I think I've passed the lower the lowest point so to speak Mm -hmm. if you will and uh, you know like I got a lot of things that are kind of going my way as well it's just been all this extra stress plus uh, you know, I'm trying to get a new job right now. That's the big thing that I've been focusing on. Uh, I think we kind of talked about this the last time Do a little we? bit, but it's... how we go on. Go we're on. delusional in a way. You know what I mean? We both had this idea of like, man, I'm gonna be out here on my own doing my thing. I'm just gonna struggle and grind, and I'm gonna grind so hard that nobody can stop me. And blah blah blah. And then before you know it, you're like, fuck, dude, I am burnt out. I'm not. <laughs> I'm barely paying the bills. I can't even go out to eat lunch with a friend. Like. What the fuck am i doing you know what i mean
0: yeah so let's kind of hit rewind there uh yeah let people know what your story's been like since you moved from kansas let's just start there
1: all right so basically probably almost man it's crazy coming up in almost six years in april damn uh i moved out to san diego about six years ago and i got lucky man i uh you know, this San Diego was never a place I was like, oh, I want to go to San Diego. That's the place I want to, you know, that's where I'm going to do my thing. I just had a one of my really good buddies, uh, Corey Monroe. Shout out, Corey. He got a great job out here and was like, hey, man, I want you to move out to San Diego with me. You guys should come do this. We should make it happen uh, because he just didn't want to go out there by himself. And I had nothing going on. I was basically like uh, – kind of i had just I, I decided to go back to school for a semester which was stupid like i just graduated and i was like, like i'm gonna go
0: back dude everyone goes yeah, back just... for that MBA to pretty much extend the college <laughs> life it's like 100 it's like no I, i'm I doing something productive ready. i'm doing something productive no yeah, one can it was judge a lie. me
1: <laughs> i was uh going back to school to just be a degenerate basically get you know i was not going to class very much i was like oh yeah i'm gonna go back and get this uh a minor in economics and this and that and psh, that didn't happen uh But it actually was a blessing in disguise like going to that extra semester after I graduated because that allowed me to... It synced up the time perfectly with my buddy as he was graduating and moving out to San Diego, and it was like, oh, it was kind of just a perfect storm, basically, of like him going out there, me being in this funk, not really knowing what to do, having nowhere to go. I was literally back in Great Bend, living in my aunt's basement, Mm. and I was like, "Mm, this ain't it, Chief. (laughs) This isn't what we're looking (laughs) for, I don't think. You know we gotta find something else a little bit you know a little bit more adventurous a little bit more spicy uh because Great Bend man it just you know great place to grow up in some ways but I had to get the fuck out of there I was never meant to be there for long yeah. basically so yeah I moved out here and then it was quite a wild because I didn't have any job prospects I had nothing I just came out here and was just like all right, you usually (laughs) land on your feet. Fucking figure it out. You're like the cat who just got tossed out the window. Boy, you better fucking start spinning around trying to get, you know, which way to land right. But uh, I ended up getting a a temp job and working at LPL Financial out here for a little while. Uh, And eventually I got laid off. And that's kind of where the next, like, little journey began, I guess, if you will, out here in San Diego. That's when I was like, man, it's so crazy that... And it's what's even wilder is, like, I only spent maybe three years of my time at LPL, which is, you know, a decent amount of time for sure, but they, and they laid me off and I was like, man, if I can just be laid off that easy and just like a little, little tiny cog in their machine, they didn't care about me. I was like, man, I got to try to do my own thing. I want to do something that I'm passionate about at least because then I'll at least know I tried and I'll at least be, I want to be my own boss eventually someday was obviously the goal. You know what I mean? Kind of make my own schedule, be my own sustainable on my own basically. But, like, what was crazy about OPL is like, they were laying off people that had been there for, like, 25 years, bro. Like, I, I thought I was, like, I was like, I was offended that I had, like, been working there for three years. And then they had us go around the room in this, like, uh, exit meeting or whatever. And they're, like, okay, you know, tell, t- t- say your name, you know, something about you and how long you were working for the company. I was, like, that's kind what? of a strange thing. To yeah, dude, it was fucking
0: wild. Like a group exit and I was like, three- celebration? Y-
1: <laughs> it was more like a. It was like they were trying to give us like some resume help and like some you know here's how to find a new job oh and God. da 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 like a little, here's a little tiny cookie as we fucking kick you in the dick and push you out the door like yeah. uh you know but these people were like saying 25 years. I was like, "Oh my god, dude. They would have to put my picture up on the wall if they did that to me because <laughs> if they see me anywhere near the building, it's not going to be good news for them. Dude, if I gave 25 years of my life that's to a place, a place just to get laid off?" That's a lot. Yeah, dude. So, you know, it's always a little bit it was kind of a perspective on that. I was like, "Oh, that's nice that it was not that, but it's crazy that that's what that was my first like real experience in like the corporate world basically you know mm-hmm. fresh out of college first job so you had a bad taste and in I was your like, mouth for sure yep that was the big thing and i had this bad taste in my mouth and i was like is that what it is is that what it's going to be everywhere so i was like okay do your own thing and you know it was nice because the thing that was nice about it is that i did get unemployment i did get a severance package and i had a basically like nine months to myself which was awesome mm-hmm. like i didn't work I traveled some I uh, did stand-up I started the podcast that's when that all kind of happened was because I had this time to myself to just sit there and think and I was like what do I want to do what do I want to do with my life and you know my favorite people and the people I've always looked up to have been comedians uh, and I was like that's what I got to do I, I it, it was bugging me for a while you know I've been thinking about it thinking about it And I was like I got to just try it so that's kind of where the the start of it all happened was after I got laid off basically
0: but well, I love it out here in San Diego. Did the podcast idea come from uh, practicing stand-up? The,
1: the podcast...
0: Oh, or was I'm that the goal with it, I should say?
1: So the podcast... Well, so at first, I wanted to do a podcast with a buddy. I was like, oh, I can't do this on my own, da 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 you know, making excuses like I don't have any experience. I don't know if I could sit there and talk to myself for 30 minutes or an hour like a crazy person, you know, (laughs) because it's kind of weird. Oh, yeah. You know, it's very strange. It's so therapeutic. When you're sitting there. It is. It is. And it's always that first little hurdle for me. It's like I have to fool myself sometimes in my brain. I'm like, oh, man, I have to record a podcast. Like, oh, it's going to be a lot of work. And it is work. But once I start doing it, I never mind it. I always enjoy it. I'm like, oh, this is the creative process. This is what I like to do. This is what I want to do. Right. So it's like there's always that first little hurdle of like, oh, I got to get over this little bit. And then it's easy after that, you mm-hmm. know,
0: dude, if you're but like me, podcasts, I, I enjoy doing the podcast. It's just the scheduling and the, the yes. production and the editing. And that's what gets me. That kind of works <laughs> me up. The, I love this part of it
1: for sure. And this is the fun part of it, because you get to have a real conversation with somebody, you get to sit down and get to pick their brain and get to know them a little better. And then after after, you know, 30 minutes or an hour of talking you're much closer to them. You feel like you know them a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to have that because one of the things that it seems like maybe we don't, even though this is a fucking video interview, it's not face to face, but like you get a little bit of connection. You get some more of that human connection, which is something that it seems like with social media and the internet and the way things are these days. Netflix, you can just binge a fucking show for 25 hours if you want. Like,
0: man, the, the-
1: it's hard to have that human connection, you know? And this is what I love about podcasting is getting to, you know, actually kind of have that back and forth in that dialogue with you, yeah, or whoever.
0: I was listening to some podcast the other day. they were just talking about going out uh where were they talking about going? It was I think it was the mall, like they said that malls are dying because you used to just go to malls, and that's kind of where you saw because <laughs> you didn't ha- you couldn't like text people or do whatever, but you would go to malls, and that was that was the social aspect of it and now, dude, and i'm I know you're a big sports fan, I'm a big sports fan, I don't even want to go to sports games like because Mm. it's just it's so much easier to watch at home and i can follow is great at
1: home you know what i mean yeah Yeah, it's uh it's tough to beat because like obviously the environment at a place like arrowhead or something or k-state on game day is gonna be awesome but (laughs) it's okay it's it's is it as awesome as home (laughs) yeah all right. but that's the thing it's like look how comfortable i am here i'm in my pjs i got my blankie on Ooh, look at me like oh there's beer in the fridge i don't have to pay fucking ten dollars a beer and twitter
0: yeah, changes it's... the game because you can you can live follow it and everything and and get the yep. get all these takes by all these different analysts and
1: yeah for sure so it is one of those things where it's just like that is becoming less and less but i don't know I i found myself like whenever i go to like a concert or something, I'm like, man, why don't I do this more?
0: Dude, at concerts, you know what I mean? it really hits you. Yeah. Because it's a I'm vibe. Like, oh, what at am a I concert. doing?
1: For sure. For sure. It's And you're mostly just going to have a good time. Plus, you're there with everyone else who wants to see that band. So you have that in common with everybody already. And it's just a good time. So it's like.
0: Have you ever gone to a concert? I have concert? to kind of force myself have you ever gone to, a to go to that alone?
1: stuff. I have m- multiple times. Uh, when I first moved out here um see that's what was nice too about moving to a place like san diego coming from a small town like great Bend, kansas like uh i didn't have the option to like oh let's go see this artist Mm -hmm. you know i had to drive four and a half hours to kansas city or eight hours to denver or something you know what i mean like there wasn't a lot of choice to go do that yeah but then i came out here and i couldn't ever get anybody to go with me for a long time like i didn't they didn't like the music i liked or i just didn't have that many friends and I was like, what am I doing? I'm like, I'm not going to just sit around and miss out on all these concerts because I, I, I don't want to go by myself. You know what I mean? I remember I went to a Chance the Rapper concert by myself and it ended up being one of my favorite concerts that I went to. You know what I mean? I I've put been on to, a fucking I've been great show. I to a show. Chance
0: the Rapper concert by myself. <laughs>
1: yeah it was awesome I had a blast I was fucking literally just like there talking to the people next to me I was like what's up what are you guys doing what's your favorite song you know like
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, you know how'd you find out about Chance the Rapper what's that type of thing And you just get the conversation rolling and it ends up being a great time you know it's just like one of those things where you have this idea of like oh well for me it's like I don't know if it's anxiety like social anxiety or what it is exactly but I'm like oh it's gonna suck Uh, it's gonna be annoying to like try to do that without friends around or go by myself and just be like, Oh, what am I doing here? You know, but you go there, you love the music already. So you're just going to have a good time listening to the music and everyone else there is just to have fun as well. They're not going to be like, Oh, what's this fucking weirdo creep doing here by himself? Like, no, they're just like, you know, they don't care. No one thinks Nobody cares. I always make about it. Yes, exactly. Like I make it up in my head. Like it's going to be this thing and it never is, you know?
0: I went to my first concert by myself back in like 2014. John Bellion came to town when he was real small. Yeah. And dude, I what I've found from doing things by yourself is that you actually are more social. Because say you go with one or two other people, you're just going to stick in your little clique. But when you go Boom. by yourself, you're in line. You're forced to talk to other people. Even if it's small, uncomfortable conversation, You're still you're still putting yourself out there. And just by saying one small thing, You're going to start a conversation. Then you say, I remember when I went to that concert by myself, I met three or four different groups in line while we were getting in. And then Uh when I got in the concert, I had the problem of bouncing around to too many people because I was like, man, I got like, there's too many people I need to go see. Like I told them I'd go have a beer with them. I told that person. And so by doing something by myself, I actually was more social than if I would have went with a group of people
1: you know, I never actually thought about it that way, but that's 100% correct. You know, like when you go with your group, you're like, well, oh, we're staying right here. Mm-hmm. I got to hang out with the group. These are the boys, you know, or whatever. That's like, I'm not leaving this and you don't really meet as many people. But like I said, when I went by myself, I've had a lot of great experiences and getting to meet more people because, and I also like liked it because I got to do what I want a little bit more. Not that there's like a lot to wander around at a concert, but I don't have to be like, what do you think? Or should we go up this way? Should we go that <laughs> yeah. way? Like, it's just like, oh, I'm doing what I want, <laughs> you know? I'm here by myself, so who cares? Like, I'm going up the front, like, fuck yep. it, you know what I mean? So it, it ended up being kind of freeing in that way, too, as well. And it's just, I don't know, I feel like it's one of those things that, I don't know if it's society or what, we build it up, like, oh, you do, if you go by yourself, you're kind of a loser. It's like, no, mm. that's not true at all. Like, that's just fucking bullshit, It's a basically. small
0: mindset, and anyone that would judge somebody off of doing something alone is no one that I would want to hang out with at the... At the concert anyway, so.
1: Preach, for sure, brother.
0: I'm sure that, is that really the first time you started doing stuff on your own when you moved away? Because that's how it was for me. When I was up in Kansas, I never really did anything alone.
1: No, for sure. I mean, there was always somebody to, I mean, I lived in a fraternity in college, so there was fucking always somebody to do something with, whether it was like a Tuesday night drinking night, or it was like going to the movies and getting, you know, whatever, like, there was always somebody around to do something, so it was definitely a, a transition when I moved out here. Like, luckily, I moved out here with a homie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That makes it easier. So it for wasn't sure. like I wasn't completely by myself, but uh, it, that's one of the things that people underestimate too. About when you move to a new new place, like it takes a while to to get acclimated, to to have friends, to have a social group, to know what places you want to go and hang out, and moving it, is you know hard. It just takes. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't know if I would ready. I'm ready to do it again. Like if I moved again, like because I've thought about moving to L.A. or maybe New York to pursue stand up. But that's going to be more down the line now because I'm trying to get, you know, a big boy job again instead of working at Starbucks and the barbecue house. What's
0: the uh, what's the hesitation of getting that big boy job in L.A. or New York?
1: Um, well, right now I have a pretty good opportunity. Like I have an interview on Tuesday, actually, which I'm, isn't it remote kind of prep? It is. And then, you know, after that I could maybe think about it, but I'm like, that's been the I main goal you. right now is just to focus on that and try to get better at that. And also I don't want to go there before I'm ready either. Like I'm, I still think I have a lot to learn in doing standup. I could use a lot more stage time and I'd like to show up there a little bit more polished and ready to go but also that's probably just a little bit of fear talking to, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, uh, cause you're, you'll that, never oh, be yeah, ready. No, you, you're never going to be exactly, ready. <laughs> exactly. And you never know. You just got to go where the action is. If you want to do that stuff, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah.
0: Is that still a pretty, does that dream still weigh heavy on you?
1: Yes, okay. it does. It's one of the things that I do think about it a lot. And the way things have been going lately, I kind of beat myself up about it a lot because I haven't been pursuing it as much. Um, And like I said, it's been a lot of outside stress and just different shit that's been weighing me down a little bit. So it's been hard to be creative. It's hard to find the energy to do it. It's hard to just like sit down and put in the time like I did for the. Because I have like 89 episodes of the podcast and I've been doing it for almost two years. Like, so it's like the grind was great for a while. And then here lately, it's just been like bills have been piling up, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, all this other shit's been getting in the way. And I'm just like, okay. I got to reset. I got to refocus on me, and that's one of the things I've been trying to work on a little bit better is like taking care of me because I don't know, I'm kind of a I'm a very like empathetic person. Like if somebody's feeling these emotions or somebody's having this kind of day, like I'll take on that energy sometimes and it's really it's really tough on me, you know? So I have to do a better job of like and it's hard. This is one of the things I've been working on is like trying to cut negative people out of my life even if they're the homie you know like they're the yeah. friend that i've had for a long time uh it's one of those things that i'm just like man i can't keep doing this to me you know like you're the homie and i uh, and i love you and i care about you but i can't do this anymore What what's happening a- here like the way this p- puts a relationship strain on me whatever it is you know whether it's a girl or a guy whatever that is it's like i gotta focus on me i gotta take care of me more because i always put others in front of me sometimes it's like a bad habit that i have i
0: do it in relationships a ton um -hmm. but that is a tough one to to cut negativity out and i guess a good first step might be that tough conversation with somebody where you say look man i want to remain your friend but this negative energy is i can't continue doing that if you're going to have this this energy dude that would be a tough conversation i've never had had that thankfully but um that would definitely yeah. kind
1: of I've had to have one recently and it was tough it was not fun it was actually this past week really uh, yeah but I don't want to get into the finer details of it because he is the homie mm-hmm. and you know I don't want to put him on blast or anything but it's one of those things where it's like it's not healthy for me I can't do this anymore you know it's too much stress uh it it just it, the way things have been going and it's just like a it's kind of been a spiral down you know Right. And I feel like I was like caught on the slide with with them and I have to pull myself back up but I have to cut them off because m- my problem before was like oh I'll just fucking carry this dead body on my shoulders back up this spiral staircase yep. with me and I'm like get halfway down and I'm like fucking dead you know or halfway back up we and then I'm carried sliding back down. Up
0: yet.
1: Exactly. So that's one of the things that I've really it honestly, even just in the past like couple of days, I've had this realization of like I gotta do a better job of taking care of me I gotta be a, do a better job of making sure I put my feelings out there and how i am uh you know how i'cause that's one of the things I don't do a good job of is like maybe when it's on the podcast, it might seem like I can talk or and I have a good idea of like how I feel and what's going on, but I don't share like the deepest stuff i keep that shit i'm like no nah, put it put it down where mm-hmm. it belongs like thanks dad you hooked it up with this one like you know
0: you share <laughs> just like push
1: that down <laughs> uh, just keep it down there if i can, it explodes you know until i resent the whole world and that's not how i want to live my life you know you so, share
0: like just enough to
1: yeah like the it's like it'll be it'll be it's phony is what it is i found is what i came to realize is like it's a, and I don't want to be a phony person. I try to be real. I try to be honest. And, uh, when I'm not telling how I feel, even if it's going to maybe hurt somebody else's feelings or put them in an uncomfortable position, I can't really worry about that. That's not really on me. Mm-hmm. It's just how I feel. You know what I mean? You know who's really good so at this the, is Tyler. Yes. That's why, yeah, he is. He is great at expressing himself. Like when he writes those, like, long Instagram posts about how he's going through things and how he's, like, uh, kind of looking inward more instead of trying to go oh what place am I going to next or what's going on here like he's very good at that and it's something that I admire in him for sure and it's something that I'm trying to nurture and bring out in myself more
0: right so let's double click on we mentioned it right when we started the podcast and we kind of briefed over it and then and then got to this when you said that basically you want a big boy job and you the reason for that is it's gonna give you more freedom. So let's talk <laughs> let's talk about this crazy mindset that me and you were and not crazy, but
1: and, and maybe not freedom's the right word, but it's gonna give me more security. Yeah. I need I have too much uncertainty in my life right now is what is the problem. And when you have all this uncertainty in your life, you can't really focus because you're thinking about, Oh shit, what about this? I wonder what's gonna happen with that. Oh man, I don't know what I'm gonna do this day. And you can't get out of that mindset without, you know, I've been trying to get back into meditation because that helps me quite a bit. But it's one of those things where I'm in my fucking head all day because I'm so uncertain. I don't have the security of like, oh, am I going to, is rent going to be late? Like, am I going to do this? Can I pay the electric bill? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my phone's going to be off for a couple of days until I get paid. Like, this is the type of shit that I'm dealing with now. Yeah. And I thought maybe that was what needed to be done you know you hear about the starving artists and the struggle and you listen to i listen to a million podcasts about how comedians got their start and it's always like yeah man couldn't pay rent barely had food money it was living out of my car whatever it was you're like and and maybe in some
0: i think those stories are um enhanced a bit too i really do yeah because i believe it Uh, they say that they can barely you know i was barely getting by but they're saying that now with millions of dollars in their pocket where they're having stake. So, like, maybe just barely getting by to them was, you know, oh, I can't eat out every Saturday night. Like, it's tough yeah, I don't to get to travel anymore. It's <laughs> tough to know what they're just getting by is. They could have been For very sure. stable still. Um, but, dude, I, I, you're so dead on with the security. Um, because when I was doing my thing, and I, th- the whole goal of that, of me doing my own thing was to give myself freedom. But what I ended up doing yep. was working 60 hours a week, barely making any money. And I had freedom in the sense of, I didn't have to go anywhere every day, but I didn't have freedom in the sense of financial freedom. I didn't, couldn't go yep. hang out with my friends cause I didn't have the money to do that. I, and you feel weird about that. Like when you don't
1: have the money to go hang out with your oh, friends it's brutal. and, they're, and they hit you up all the time and you're like, yeah, sorry, bro. Uh, the way the bank account's set up right <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> I can't really make it there. So I miss some sorry bachelor
0: parties, like of yeah, really same. good friends. And that's a bad feeling. And, and, but you have it in your head that you're working towards this bigger image and, and we are, man, we're out there hustling. Like for sure. are we dedicate a lot of time to to this art and you know podcasting and stand up and video and everything so it's not like we're being lazy so we got to give ourselves credit for that
1: yeah and that's one thing i don't always do enough of because it's i don't know it's not that i don't see the like the improvements and all the stuff i've seen like the the growth that i've had and kind of where it's brought me in I can't even be mad at like what I've done in the past year and a half or two years really, because it's going to lead me to the next thing. It always does. You know what I mean? Like what I'm doing now and grinding and trying to get better at, you know, articulating my thoughts and speaking and being a little more charismatic and funny or whatever it may be. It's going to help me going forward for sure. There's no doubt about that. Whether it's in my interviews that I have coming up because I'll be able to express myself a little better and, you know, get my, uh, or be able just to reach from a thought that I was like, Oh, I've already kind of talked about this. Mm -hmm. So I can, I can, you know, I know this already a little bit. So all of it really does kind of play into like, you know, it's like you're heading up to that point where it's you're going to be doing what you should probably be doing. But at times it just definitely is like too much. And it's very stressful trying to do that while, you know, working at a a job like Starbucks and, you uh, Living in San Diego, you know, yeah, like, that is whew. that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make bro. sense. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even make How sense. How many hours a week so, do you think
0: you were working?
1: Oh, uh, so at one point, I was definitely working like 50 hours a week jobs. Mm-hmm. So I have another job at the barbecue house. Well, so I was working there like three days a week, which meant I doubled three days a week, uh, Starbucks and barbecue, and then you know maybe would get one day off sometimes so see you really uh, were
0: having less freedom than a big boy one, job
1: 100 percent, 100 percent. and we do it and because we
0: it, think it's given us more freedom to to do the podcast or the stand-up but it's not at all we're just doing no, it because we're and, programmed to think that
1: yeah and it's also like part of it for me as well was like you know, <clears throat> being a comedian or being somebody who has a podcast and they're saying some wild shit sometimes. Like, you don't want to be the person who's like saying some something that gets you in trouble with your your company, uh, right? If you're working at LPL and if you're working for Starbucks, you're gonna like, ah, fuck it. It's <laughs> like, oh, whatever, I'll get another fucking shit job. Like, who cares? You know. So that was that was part of it as well. Was just thinking like I have the freedom to say what I want because it doesn't matter. And even though I probably would have had that LPL because no one would even have known what I was doing. Yeah, but. In my head, it was like, oh, this is better because da, da 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 da, and I was wrong, you know. So that's why I've been trying to refocus and get that. Uh, and I feel like I'm also wasting my talents a bit, wasting my. I'm not saying that I'm too good for Starbucks. It's a it's a tough job. It has it's like plenty of uh, headaches, and it's not easy by any means. But it's the same thing every day. It's like fucking Groundhog Day when I go in there. I'm like, oh fuck this again. I can't yeah. can't do this anymore. And that's what LPL had become. And when it becomes that luckily i've been able to realize it sooner this time because i was trapped in lpl like i would have been there fucking still damn like, doing the same stupid job hating it probably until they laid me off so it was also honestly a blessing in disguise but now i kind of realize that i've gotten to that point here at starbucks and just the way everything has been uh going i was like okay time for a change you know and i, r- I realized it much sooner this time and i've made action so it's like good on I'm you for realizing and i know it. that it, yeah for sure and it wasn't you know it's not easy to just be like and that's the other thing that sucks when you're working you know 40 50 hours a week you don't have time. you're like fuck guess who doesn't have much time to do anything but look for a job right now you know like it's not easy so it's one of those things where you just have to step back that's why i had to step back from the podcasting from the stand up a little bit plus all the crazy personal shit it was just like yeah we need to pump the brakes on that take care of me a little bit because if i'm not taking care of me i can't be the best version of myself on stage or on the podcast or wherever because Mm -hmm. i'm just that i'm giving a diminished product because i don't feel up to doing it you know what i mean yep so that's why i had to kind of pump the brakes a little bit step back and just be like okay we're focusing on this we're gonna take care of me eventually i'll be able to do it i'm not quitting it i don't want to quit that's not the you know the the idea here at all it's just uh A little bit of a hiatus basically
0: (laughs) did you have like a moment when all this hit you and you were like damn like i need to really figure out my future in the sense of security and the like or was this kind of something that happened over time well it was
1: i don't know i kind of know i've known since maybe the middle of this summer um I had taken like a the upgraded position at Starbucks because they've been begging me to do it for however long. And I was like, okay, I'll take on more responsibility because I needed more money. And I was like, yeah, that'll be, that'll help a little bit. And it ended up like taking over my life. Mm. Like me working as a shift manager at Starbucks is like a fucking nightmare. I was working more. I was, uh, no one can replace your shifts because there's only a couple other people that can even work those shifts. Yeah. Like all this stuff kind of happened. And uh, then I realized, uh, also we didn't have a manager for like two months so i was basically like taking on the roles of a fucking starbucks manager as a shift lead getting paid 14 bucks an hour i'm like what the fuck is this what am i doing with my life you know like this is is this it miles is this what you're doing that's kind of when i had the moment of like something's got to change and i had actually quit uh, yeah i
0: remember because we talked about i did quit
1: i did quit um And they, you know, they, they suckered me back in and I just was like, I should have just quit then, honestly, cause I would have, uh, man does
0: not set boundaries.
1: Yeah, (laughs) no, I don't. That's why, that's what I'm working on right now. That's one of the things that I've been saying about, uh, you know, I'm trying to take care of me more Mm -hmm. that. And the biggest part of that is boundaries. You know, I have, uh, the way my childhood was, I had kind of have these like codependent tendencies where I like want to make sure that people are okay. And I kind of enable their bad habits or this, that, and the other, And then I resent them and I get mad at them because I'm doing all this extra shit that I shouldn't be doing and I'm not taking care of me. And I'm like over here with no energy left in the tank, exhausted, don't know what's going on and I'm not getting anything back. And then I resent people for that. Right. And it's not on them to take care of me. It's on me to take care
0: of me. Resentment is so interesting to me because if you, I think resentment comes, it boils down to communication because, um, If someone's doing something early on and you like don't address it and you don't communicate that with them then that resentment just builds and builds and builds until you can barely stand that person and and it's really not even their fault it's it's our fault for not addressing and communicating it earlier
1: and sometimes it has been communicated and sometimes it still happens Mm. and that's where you start and that's the situation I've kind of been in more recently it's been a, a struggle and it's like, um, am I? It's falling upon deaf ears. Clearly, like it's not being reciprocated. It's not being heard, even when I do say it. So that's why you have to sometimes make that tough decision. And I've never really had to do this before. I'm not per- a person who really tries to. I've never really cut anybody out of my life before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I've never. Me neither. Honestly. Never been in a super serious relationship.
0: <laughs> yeah. In, in a way yeah, that I've never like been hurts like a super, me a lot at the time. But
1: yes and i've had that happen for sure but it's never really been like i've never been in like a super serious relationship or whatever this side or the other where it's like i've had to do that where it's like this is toxic i can't be a part of this anymore and it's just something that i have to start doing i have to like you said i got to set them boundaries you're like my boy doesn't set boundaries <laughs> you're like fucking ding 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 we have a winner you know yeah, why i say is that me is for...
0: because i don't either so it was very easy for me to <laughs> pick up pointed
1: out yeah tyler
0: gets pissed man i don't set any boundaries at all but
1: yep and that's and it's tough it's tough to because for me again it comes back to i don't like to put people in an uncomfortable situation i don't want them to feel some type of way i don't want them to think this side or the other so then i'm just like okay i'm just over here like taking on this burden for no reason and I don't know why I do it, but it's just my tendency. You know what I mean? Have you ever
0: been in a relationship that you wanted to end, but you couldn't because you felt bad?
1: Mm, No, not really. Like I I said, I've only had like one even halfway serious relationship. I haven't had that many. It's been like a couple flings here and there, but nothing like major for me. So I've never really had that. But I mean, I could understand how that would be tough and how that would be difficult because that's what I'm trying to, It's in a way, it's not like I'm having some romantic relationship necessarily in this case, but it's like a, a homie for a while, you know, and I've had, I'm I'm having these conversations with and it's not going exactly how I like. So basically I kind of had to, I'm going to have to just like, again, coming back to it, just take care of me and work on some more self-care and trying to, I don't know, maybe part of it as well is I have a tendency to. I I'm fairly insecure just like how I am as a person, how I'm kinda of built. Uh I, I doubt myself a lot for some reason. I don't know why. I usually do a good job. Mm-hmm. I usually people like me, you know, I'm friendly, da 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 da, all these things that kinda of go in my favor and you wouldn't think this, but I have this like crippling insecurity about oh, you're not good enough, oh you're not this and I gotta work on filling up me. I gotta be full to the top of like whether it's self love or whatever it is, I gotta be full before I can give anything else out does that make sense because if i'm not full then i'm giving out the little bit that i do have and then Mm -hmm. i have nothing left for me and i'm like what am i doing over here well you know know how they
0: say like nothing's more sexy than confidence it's so true man like someone that's just comfortable with themselves and they're Mm -hmm. and i think the reason we're so drawn to that is because it's just like damn that's what i want to be it's something that that 100 we all want to be is just confident and love ourselves and and project ourselves in that positive way
1: Yeah and it's tough That's one of the things that like You know just living it, living it Like you, no one's promised you a good life nah. You have to work for a good life You have to you know You gotta work you gotta, for a bad got to life man, <laughs>
0: Yeah
1: you gotta work for a bad life And you got to figure out, okay, this bad life isn't going well. So how do I get out of this funk and move on to the next thing? Because it isn't easy just to pull yourself out, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and get going. It takes time and it takes energy. And a lot of times you don't have that if you're in this uh, place of insecurity, whether it's financially or just mentally or whatever it is.
0: Do you get insecure with the podcast or with the, uh, with standup? Because I know when I put out the podcast, I'm, I find myself on that dashboard so often, like, 66 listens, 108 listens.
1: Had to curb that, had to delete the the, the app off my phone. I had to, so I wouldn't look at it because it's dangerous. And it's like, I started some week i'd put out a podcast that i thought was funny like i was like oh that was actually a pretty good one you know and a lot of times i'll put out a podcast and be like oh fuck dude what was that i can't even believe i'm releasing this here we go putting it out in the world whatever it's done like never looking back you know just (laughs) but sometimes you put out one you're like oh that was not bad and then you're like "30, 30 30
0: listens yeah that's a bad feeling and so
1: then you're like then your mood is associated with how many listens you get or how many viewers you get and you're like Oh, uh, this is worse than me trying to look at, like, Instagram likes oh, or something. Like this is becoming, because I put way more time into a podcast than a, I
0: do a fucking photo with me and my buds, you know? like And and what we have to realize is a podcast is a big ask. Because we, me and you yes. could ask someone to listen to a Joe Rogan podcast, the most famous podcaster in the world. And we could be yeah. like, bro, this podcast is dope. Listen to it. And they're probably not going to sure. listen to it. So... 100%. So we have to we have to dial it down and realize that we're asking people to spend an hour of their day to listen to us talk, which is so egotistical. It's, it's
1: a little silly. It's a little silly. I agree. And but at the same time it's like fuck it. I got so I got something to say. This is what I want to do. Oh, I'm yeah. going to do it, you know, for sure.
0: What keeps you going on the it's podcast, like, man? Do you get some do people reach out to you like individually? I know I got a I got a supporter from when I was on your podcast. I didn't even realize it uh but she's been listening yeah. to my stuff and and she kind of awesome. commented that she looks forward to it every week and just hearing something like that, man, oh my god, with all the effort and time and editing and everything we put into it, that makes it worth it just hearing someone say It makes it
1: so yes, it does. And I do get that and like that's what's nice about like people, you know, people like you, some of the other homies that listen to the podcast regularly, they're like I had a buddy who sent me like a, a skeleton in a chair and he's like me waiting for the next podcast release. I'm like, that shit's funny. You know, I'm like, good. Like, thank you. Get on me. Be fucking. Let me know that you want to hear it. And that, you know, I appreciate that stuff. It makes me keep going for sure.
0: So I got a question on that that kind of doubles down yeah. on this. Do you ever get, and I know this is a very common trend in music too. I'll I'll quote my man Tariq. Uh, who I had on a podcast a couple Mm-hmm. couple episodes ago he has a lyric where he's like uh people asking me where this, where's the music deep down i just want to sh- say this shit is just fucking stupid like but it's so mm-hmm. true because sometimes i'll almost get like kind of mad at people when they're at i'm like you don't know how much work it takes for me to do it. like i get mad at them for them wanting my product so it's like that is so like one on one side i'm pissed off that people aren't listening and then on the flip side, I get <laughs> pissed when people are like, why aren't you putting the podcast out?
1: Where's it at, bro? How come it's not out? <laughs> like, no. Yeah. 100%. I, I have definitely been there. I'm like, and that's what's kind of crazy. And I don't want it to sound like, oh, woe is me. But dude, the podcast is a lot of work. Yeah. It's not easy to fucking sit down, record a podcast. Like, I don't know about you. It's, it's better when you have a guest. Oh, when you have a guest. Totally you're like, agree, it's man. a one shot, one take. Boom. We're in and out. Uh, but when I'm doing it by myself, dude, like sometimes we're talking five, six takes of the same fucking thing. Cause yours is kind of like stand
0: up when you're doing it by yourself.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like a little more, it's like a little more stand up, a little more ranty. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll, cause what I do for the podcast, how I prep for it is I don't like, I used to, when I first started, I remember I was like. One time I tried to like write a script, mm-hmm. like, like I was Radio Lab or some shit, you know, like, okay, here's <laughs> all the good stuff. Like, like, like I was some fucking NPR podcast, you know, yeah. like I was some professional th- dude who's been doing it for years. And I remember listening to that episode and I was like, man, you sound like a fucking robot. You sound terrible this episode. <laughs> so, what I had to start doing is like, Okay, I'll. here's the topics I want to talk about. I will write about them a little bit, and I'll try to, oh, that was the funny part. Okay, I got to try to weasel the funny part into there as I'm, like, doing it live. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. And if I don't get it and I mess that up, it's like, fuck, I was 15 minutes in. I was almost done with the middle part of the episode. Uh, started all over. <laughs> fucking control, delete. Fucking see you later. Run That's it back. That's got to be brutal, you know? man. Yeah, so it it takes a lot of time, and then I'm trying to pick the music because I, yeah, like, I you like to like put music, music in my podcast, even though it's you know uh, it's not it's not good for the commercializing your podcast yeah. really, but I don't care. I'm just doing it because it's like my own little internet radio show. Dude, right? I loved when you played like
0: Chitty p- Bang the other week, man. Woo. Well, isn't like that a classic I was dude a kid, all i had was a dream i love Chitty such a Man. good
1: song such a good song that one takes me back to fucking k-state immediately just like just having good times with the homies like
0: yeah dude yeah but
1: yeah it's like one of the things that just keeps me going though is that i like to do it too mm-hmm. it's one of the things that i've always like once i found the joe rogan podcast and learned about what po- podcasting was because that's where the podcast origin for me was like that's where it all started was like oh that's what this is mine was
0: cereal it was like with his kind of funny because it's not like this style but that's what introduced me to the podcast world and then i found uh-huh. rogan and i mean what man doesn't have a man crush on rogan like that's our yeah that's for sure that's everyone's dude. guy like, he's the home
1: he's like he's like the homie without being the homie Right. Yeah. never met rogan uh he wouldn't even know me if i walked by me but like who the fuck's but that we know dude? everything Probably. about him yeah, and he's like he, in a way, has been like an inspiration to me to do this stuff too. And he's kind of been in a weird way like a, a mentor, and mm-hmm. he doesn't even know it, right? No, you know what I mean? Because
0: he does. Like, he just hands out nuggets and gems nonstop,
1: one hundred percent. And so so do his guests. Yep. that's what's awesome. He has amazing guests on there all the time. So it's like, whether you're a stand up who's Trying to get in, you can listen to any of those episodes with all the comedians he's had on there. Or you're mm-hmm. like trying to get some health stuff, or you're you like MMA. Literally, there's you, Neil deGrasse Tyson's been on there num- numerous times. Like, there's a little something in his podcast for everybody, whether you want to admit it or not. Oh, you know? for
0: sure, dude. One thing I would suggest to you, and it's probably the only suggestion I have because you're the you're much more of a veteran in this game than I. But uh, I think it would be really cool for you to just get more guests, whether that be. Uh, but more so people that you don't know because I think mm. you could really even if it has to be online you know remote I just think you would mm-hmm. really get a lot of value out of them for yourself and for your listeners But because you do do a, a really good job facilitating the conversation and everything and I, I like when you have people on but I just think that if you got people that you didn't know uh, it'd it help one it just helps because you're getting more people you know because that's that's yeah, kind of we'll, why I'm doing I'm just doing a guest every week. I'm not ever gonna do one solo.
1: I like that. And see the problem the reason why I haven't been having guests lately is because I haven't been doing stand up. Uh, when I'm not doing stand up, I'm not really reaching out to people. And I'm not mm. one of the things I wanted to ask you about is like how do you do you just reach out to people, slide into the DMs like, hey, I'm doing this thing, would you be interested in recording yeah, man, Can we and set you'll it be, up here, there, or the other? You'll
0: be shocked. I've never
1: I've literally never done that. I've had somebody reach out to me to do their podcast, but I've really never reached out to anybody and been like, Hey, I kind of been following you. What about, what yeah. do you think about this? Like,
0: yeah, man, it felt like, weird
1: to me, but I don't know why. Oh, it's did, not weird at but. all. It's
0: not weird at all. I like Tariq. I hit Tariq because I've been a fan of him for, for six, seven years now. I DM'd him one night. He DM'd me a <laughs> two minutes later said, yeah, when do you want to do it? Like, so, and then that's badass. And then with Wesley, uh, the dude from queer eye
1: yeah wesley hamilton i
0: dm'd him and he directed me to his publicist and me and his publicist just like i mean you can't take it personal that they're not going to reply in a timely manner or whatever but i was just sending like four emails to every one that she would send back uh but i just let her know that like i was serious because you got to think how many people hit him and they're not like really serious about it So I just was like letting her know with each email. So it was about a four to one ratio. I send four, she gets, she sends one. And I was just like, Hey, like, I'm, I just want to let you know I'm serious. I like to have them on for this, this, and this reason. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, dude, I think you'd be shocked how many people, how many people are down to do it, especially on Instagram. Those people with 20 to 30,000 followers. That's, that's kind of my growth strategy right now is I'm going to try and get a lot of those people, people that have their, their own podcasts where they're going to want to promote because a guy like Wesley, um, as cool as it was to have him on, he doesn't have much motivation to promote my podcast with him because he does them seven times a week. You know, now if I do something, if I do something with somebody who has 30,000 followers, uh, they're going to have much more of a, a motivation to, like, push my product and and get listeners. Yeah, that makes
1: sense. And I never really thought about it that way. I've always just kind of been, like, more, like, I did think about it that way. Like, when I have a guest on, like, maybe they'll share it on their Facebook and their friends will see it and then they'll hear mm-hmm. it and they'll like it and they'll go from there. So, but it was always kind of more along the lines of, like, uh, I just like talking to this person, so I'll have you on. You know, like if we were at the open mic, hanging out, chilling, like that's what we would do. My dog but I like this idea. Of, one sec. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh. We got some. We got. Oh no, Rocky! How dare you, dude? That's what.
0: You're doing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Poor guy. Homeboy. Got into my tamale. Oh no, not the tamales. Oh Dang. poor guy. Alright. Sorry about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you're good. I mean that's a little bit out of your control. That's a that's that's the beauty of podcasts. We're just keep it in, boys. We're keep, keeping it we're in. Keeping uh, it
0: together here.
1: But it's like um I c I kinda lost my train of thought. you were talking about exactly um,
0: about having people in, on and like them promoting your podcast. Oh.
1: Yeah, for me it was just like I it makes sense. I I like the idea of definitely having more people on and trying to go for somebody that has a little bit more of a following because mm-hmm. if I do a good job of like facilitating the interview or the you know, hosting the podcast or whatever you want to call it and they have a good time, yeah, sure they're more much more likely to be like, Yeah, I'll just blast us out to thirty thousand people, you know, put it on their story or whatever, be like, dude I had a great time on this podcast, you should check it out. Exactly. And that's a great growth that's a great growth strategy. I didn't really that was one of my problems with trying to do it all by myself as well as, like, I see you posting your little videos, the little clips, the little nuggets of, like, oh, this is... Because I'm good about, like, kind of finding the part. Like, that's how I'll name an episode. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I like what yeah, I said. Yeah. That's how the episode's getting named, you know? But uh, I don't really have the the time or the means to make all these little clips and promote my podcast. and. Yeah do all the little things that I would like to do to make it grow properly. Because I know I could have done much, much more to make it grow and improve on it. And that's one of the things that is a little bit disappointing to me that I didn't do that. But it doesn't mean there's not time now. It doesn't mean I can't start today. Yeah.
0: No, we can can definitely, and no matter how much we do, there's always going to be more that we can do. So we got to be a little careful there with with how much. Because at the end of the day, this is our hobby. We don't get paid to Mm -hmm. do it. No, we shouldn't care too much. I mean, we obviously put a lot of work into it and we, we try and provide a lot of value. So we're, we're always going to want the most ears on it, but, uh, we got to be careful too on how much pressure we put
1: for sure on it, for sure.
0: Which is never, And that's one of the things.
1: Yeah. That's one of the things that I think I I struggled with. I think you were asking me, I don't know if you asked or not, but you're like, what do you, which one do you kind of struggle with more maybe stand up or podcasting and i struggle more with stand up it's a little more personal to me it's more of a that's the that's the biggest dream mm-hmm. right of of my life is to be the stand up comedian that would be that's like top that's my being the president of the united states yeah. you know what i mean like what what, what would be successful
0: uh, to you as a stand up
1: to me as a stand up honestly it would just be able to travel around places like the u.s and sell tickets and have people come to my shows and have a great time like nothing crazy like i don't want to be like oh "Oh, i should have a netflix special i should do this
0: like is there a certain monetary number that you would want to bring in that would you'd be like okay like i feel good about everything now
1: i i I don't really know for sure because i've lived off so little for a long time i don't really know what the number would be (laughs) like i made like sixteen thousand dollars last year on my tax return really Living in San Diego, making $16,000 is...
0: Dude, no wonder you got it, along like with the homeless people so well.
1: I was basically like, hey, like- <laughs> just in case, boys, you got my back? <laughs> I'm about to be on these streets, son. You got my back? What's up? What you know? How Where are we sleeping at? Where's the safe space? Like, help me out, brother.
0: Dude, I love how close you are with the homeless people.
1: Yeah, actually, it's so funny that you said that. One of my, uh, one of the, the homeless homies. Uh, <laughs> it's his birthday today, so I'm gonna go down there, buy him a little bottle, and get him a pack of smokes. And be like, here you go, brother. Have a good birthday.
0: <laughs> that's the funniest part to me is you just support them. <laughs>
1: like yeah dude I mean honestly a lot of them are just like dude I just don't want to work like that <laughs> like they see the, me doing Starbucks and they're like I don't know how you do it I'm like I don't know how you do this <laughs> like you know like we both just have a different mindset but like, they, they, like, they think I'm crazy for working at Starbucks and I think they're crazy for just sleeping out on the streets but a lot of them aren't really like you know they have their bad days but most of them are well not most of them but some of the ones that I associate with a little bit more they're pretty chill. <laughs> well, we're yeah. we're about
0: to hit the time limit, but I think that we should end it with this since we're on the on the topic. Will you tell the story about your homie who got the phone?
1: Oh my god. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. So this one, he's a little less of the homie, he's just more of the ones that I like to kind of talk to because he's fucking wild (laughs) he has at least he definitely has you know some schizophrenia going on but (laughs) there's this a homeless man named eddie and he looks like uh doc brown from back to the future but on crystal meth basically (laughs) he's just like zooming around just like hi what's up miles 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 how you do miles miles Miles, what's up miles like that's literally how he (laughs) like talks to me when he sees me and uh you know, there's multiple Eddie stories. You know, we caught him snorting crystal meth off the condiment bar in Starbucks, had to kick him out. You know, you know he's a wild one. But this one particular time, I was just getting off of work, and fucking Eddie's outside waiting, and he's just, like, all wide-eyed and, like, you know, looking around, and he has good vision, I guess, because he always fucking spots me from away. He's like, he'll yell, like, across the street, Miles! I'm just like, oh, God damn it, dude. Like, just give me a break, Eddie. I'm just trying to go to the store right now. I don't need this, but... Uh, he came up to me this one day, and he was, like, going on this long tangent. You know, he had, somebody had given him a phone, or he had acquired a phone. Who knows how the fuck he got it.
0: <laughs> stole a phone. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, stole a phone, found one on the ground, didn't have a passcode on it, basically. Probably is my guess. But uh, <laughs> he's talking to me. He's like, yeah, I got a phone. Oh, the power of the internet. It's beautiful. The information superhighway. Because <laughs> this is a guy who's, like, he seems like he could have been, like, really intelligent at one point. Mm-hmm. But he just loves crystal meth and definitely has some mental illness. Uh, but he was like going, you know, on this tangent, it's like, it's connected to the world. It's making the world a better place. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, Miles. I was like, that's awesome, man. I'm glad you got a phone, Eddie. That's cool. He's like, yeah. And then they're like he comes up to me a little closer and he whispers he's like, hey, but do you think you can, uh, you think you can help me get some porn on here? <laughs> like he's like talking about the Internet's a beautiful place. And the first thing he wants to do on it is have me help him get some porn and it gets a little deeper, I was like, yeah, yeah, I got you, Eddie, you know, I'm like, luckily, I'm the first one getting on this phone right now, putting on, here. he hasn't <laughs> fucking been jerking off, and then trying to get me to get porn, because he doesn't know how to do it, clearly, so, you know, I just pull up, like, Pornhub or something, I'm like, there you go, bud, and he's like, yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks, uh, do you think you could put it on gay porn for me, <laughs> and I'm like, and, it, and he kept saying, like, 4951, 4951, 4951, I'm like, what are you talking about, he's like, 49% gay, 51% straight. I'm like, "Well, it's nice that you got it down to that, that those nice numbers there, but yeah, it was just, you know, he's a wild one, man." I was like, "Yeah, I got you, buddy." And type in gay porn for him. I'm like, "There you go, man. Have your, you know, have at it." I mean, I felt a little bad cuz it was like middle of the day. So I'm like, "You know, maybe don't do this on the streets like there's children walking around, you know. I probably should have waited till nighttime." I was like, "I'll come back in a little bit, maybe." But
0: uh, <laughs> so funny, fucking man. Eddie, man. I love that yeah. story. So what what are you it's gonna grab? <laughs> what are you gonna grab, the homie today? What kind of booze?
1: Uh, so he likes tequila, so I'll probably get him a little tequila and just uh, some pack of smokes or something.
0: Dude, he's gonna be stoked. Nothing huh? crazy.
1: Oh yeah, he'll be happy. You, you know exactly he where like, he, he d- stays at. I I know I know how to find him. Yeah, <laughs> you can you can look. You just gotta go look in a few spots. He's <laughs> there's there's not too many options.
0: <laughs> I don't know yeah. why this is so funny to me.
1: No, he uh, he is he actually painted me. Oh, one second. I'm going to grab it real quick. Right. He painted me a painting. <laughs> one second.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Miles is so funny. If you want to check him out, go on the podcast app, uh The Millennial Man Child is the name of his podcast. I've actually been featured on it. It's the first podcast I was ever on.
1: So, he made me this. A crow. <laughs> It's like a Grateful Dead thing. That's what this little thing is or something. But, like, yeah, he made this and was like, hey, you want this? And I was like, sure, dude. I'll fucking take your painting. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you.
0: He's like, that's going to cost you money, though.
1: (laughs) Nah, he just gave it to me. He knows I'm the homie. I give him, you know, uh, I I hook it up at Starbucks when he comes in. I'm like, you know, as long as people aren't around, but like, here's a free coffee. Oh, he'll come in.
0: Oh, because Starbucks has that. They all come in. Starbucks has that policy where they don't. They don't uh, require they, you to buy anything. They did. Oh. Yeah,
1: well, like, they do, but my Starbucks is a special case because <laughs> there are so many homeless people that they got rid of every seat in there, and we're just a walkthrough, and they closed down the bathroom.
0: Oh. So where do you go to the bathroom? Yeah. They got one for you?
1: We got a bathroom. We got one still.
0: You let Eddie... But they just closed
1: it down to the public. You let Eddie There's sneak no, in there. There's no public bathroom. Oh, no. Hell no. <laughs> eddie be in there all day fucking showering <laughs> and shit. He used to come in like a little bird, like he was in there doing a the little... Homeless bird bath, like splashing <laughs> shit on his face and like slicking his hair back. And yeah, dude, they it was people would like it's so funny. Like, now people are mad that we don't have a bathroom. Like, how could a Starbucks not have a bathroom? I was like, the same people that say that are mad at us for not having a bathroom would yell oh, at yeah. me because the bathroom was filthy because 80 homeless people took a shit on it that day. Like, I could totally see what do that. you want,
0: dude? I can't win. Like, it's a lose lose, dude. You could not let Eddie in that bathroom with his phone. You got, God. oh no. He'd be like, "Hey Miles, he you been got in there all uh, day. Got any lotion? My face is a little dry. <laughs> <laughs> got
1: any lotion? Maybe some KY. Is that good for the face? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I think I, I think I read on my phone that KY is good for the face.
1: <laughs> Fucking yeah. It's, so it's wild, but it, like that's one of the things I will miss about Starbucks is like getting some of these crazy stories and oh, meeting like some of the people that I've met. You know,
0: can't imagine, dude. So."
1: So it was good for that. It created a lot of content. You know, these, yeah. that's one thing that these jobs definitely did for me that I can't uh, take for granted. And I definitely do sometimes is that they gave me a lot of things to talk about.
0: There's definitely a bit in that story. Yes,
1: yeah, so there is. I got to figure out how to, cause there's like, there's certain points that are funny that hit, but you got to shorten it. You know yeah, what I mean? Especially yeah. when you're on stage, if it's a podcast, it can be longer and it's, it's fine. But when you're on stage, you got to fucking, you got to be hitting
0: it. Right. Well, shout out how people can find you, man uh yeah so if you
1: want to find me just follow me on instagram at uh miles casey06 um also my soundcloud is just the millennial Manchild. millennial does have two n's despite popular belief
0: <laughs> man uh, that that got me for a while i'm not gonna lie
1: <laughs> it gets everybody people are like i've searched for your podcast i can't find it i was like uh, probably another n in there that you're not putting in in millennial but that's fine and it's but yeah so millennial Manchild's the podcast it's on soundcloud itunes spotify stitcher google play blah 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 uh yeah, check me out there if you want to find out more.
0: Well, dude, I appreciate you coming on, man. You were, uh, I was that the first podcast I ever did was on yours, so had to throw it back to you, dude. I love it. I appreciate it. It was fun to talk to you, man. It was great to catch up. It'd been a little bit, dude. It had and and a uh, lot of changed since since we talked last. For
1: both, you moved back to yeah. A lot had changed, man, and I'm hoping some more changes come for the future and me for the future here as well. But uh, I just want to be able to get back to being able to travel and do things again yeah, so man. hopefully you'll, you'll find a lot job of jobs and a little and more money
0: security and and dude you'll probably get more content while you're traveling and stuff as well like you don't
1: yep 100 percent. i didn't even really think about it that way but i need to i just i just got to do it you know so that's what we're working on right now and staying focused on that but i pray blaze appreciate you having me on the posit, uh, podcast bro like it's kind of cool to see you doing your own thing now because you kind of I could tell when you were first like on my podcast, you're like, all right, how's this shit yeah. work? I'm kinda I'm plotting already. Like I kinda wanna do this myself. Yeah, like man, okay, it... I see how Miles is working it. Like I'm gonna do I'm gonna give this a chance as well because it's just such a fun medium. It's one of my favorite mediums to like learn and it is,
0: dude. Be entertained, honestly. You helped me scratch that itch and then I was like, Yeah, I'm 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 doing this shit and yeah, it's it, it's Oh shoot. Hopefully Oh no, all right, i think we're still good that was the interface um yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's definitely been been awesome being able to just talk and and use this as my therapy every week and and dude also just getting to know people like wesley people like Tariq, people like you because me and you have never met people might not know that we only know each other through crazy. last podcast and this podcast that's it for sure so,
1: but I feel like we're, we're friends now. Oh, like, sure. I feel like if I saw you, it'd be like, it would be like instantly like, that's my homie. Like, Oh, it's good to see
0: you brother. Like, yeah. We'd get a picture for sure, man. I'm not a picture Absolutely. guy, but you're a picture guy. So
1: I do. I like, a good, I got like a good picture every now and then. <laughs> no. pitch. But good to remind pitcher, myself. Picture, picture. Oh, picture. <laughs> oh, Oh yeah. I'm definitely a picture guy. Dude.
0: I'm a <laughs> I don't know if you're a picture guy.
1: Get, I thought you said picture guys. Like, yeah, I like a picture, I guess, <laughs> but I definitely like a picture. picture of beer let's fucking sign me up dude i'm down
0: (laughs) all right that's hilarious appreciate everybody listening um still trying to figure out how to do an outro to a podcast i guess liking subscribing reviewing helps a lot when people are searching for the podcast so um, give
1: it five stars people give it
0: five stars write that review just saying it's the best podcast you've ever listened to share it with one friend that would be dope and that's all i got peace out everybody Peace. Nice. I
1: enjoyed that. That was.